0: This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. I want you to speak to God that today God will speak to all of us, including you and including me. The word of God is life forevermore. Lord, breathe upon your word. Breathe upon me today. Let your word expressly minister to the need of our hearts. And let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The word of exhortation and bringing is stemming from the word God has given to us as a church. From the beginning of May, if you were here where we did the festival of life, it was declared that God will have us memorize Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. So I'm going to take a pause and I'm going to have the church chorus, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. One, two, go. I was carefully watching those who are mumbling it, but everybody passed. praise God. Praise God, let's put our hands together for Jesus. So pastor, and our senior pastors, they are not at home today. Uh, they are on ministerial assignments. Uh, it has been a very big, busy week for them. They've been traveling on the road, bringing the words here and there. They are out of state. I want us to continue to keep them in prayer. As we speak, they are ministering somewhere, so that God will continue to use them for His glory, and God will bring them back home safely in Jesus' name. So we're going to continue our uh, teachings and our exhortation. He says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God." One of the things Pastor taught us in this series of this topic is. Most of the things that you need in life, you never prayed for it. You never asked for it. For example, this morning, how many of you pray that you will have air to breathe? (laughs) You are just breathing air. You didn't pay for it. You didn't pray for it. You didn't do anything about it. But God knows that you need to breathe, and you are breathing. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Jesus said, God knows what you need. And he will give it to you. When I look across the aisle, I do not see anybody suffering hunger here. Everybody is looking robot fresh. And looking nice. Well dressed. Cute looking. Some beautiful and some are awesome. Praise the Lord. God has wonderfully made you. He made all provisions and given us all things to enjoy. God has done all of these things for us. But now Jesus said, God so much cares about you. He so much cares about me. But there is one thing we need to do to assess the deeper part of God. And he said that thing is seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first, the kingdom of God. I want you to see the priority is number one. He didn't say seek ye secondarily. No, he says seek ye first, the kingdom of God. I guess the question some of us have been asking from the beginning of the month, today is the last Sunday, by the way, and by next month, which is our anniversary month for the church, we're going to change to another topic so somebody has been wondering how do i seek god because if jesus is putting emphasis and he's saying that this is the first thing you must do the question is how do i do it right how do i do it right and so we're going to explore some of the ways by which we can do it right so the hustling for basic needs of life is what keeps many of us from seeking the lord and we have just established the fact that regardless of your husband, God will take care of your need. There's nobody here is going to suffer hunger, who's going to say, Pastor, I wake up, I don't have food to eat. I don't see anyone here. Because the grace of God is sufficient. Because the word of God says, I was young now, I am old. I have never seen a righteous man forsaken, nor a sit back bread. It's not going to start from you. Because you are the righteousness of God. God will always provide for your need. Now, let's take a scenario. In this room, as we speak, K Love, radio frequencies everywhere. But we are not hearing it. But when we start tuning and seeking for that station, we're going to get to it and we're going to hear everything that they are saying. As we speak, something is going on on that that station. Correct, but we got to seek that station and tune into it before we can access what they are going. The Bible makes us to understand in the book of James, chapter four and verse eight. It said, "Draw near to God, and He will do what He will draw near to you. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you." Almost everybody here has flown before in the plane. Yes, yes. When you are in the altitude. And then the, either the plane is taking off or is trying to descend. And say you are entering into the big city, for example, New York, everywhere. You see these skyscrapers, these tall buildings. How do they look when you are like 10,000, 20,000 feet away? They look so smallish to you. But as the plane continues to descend, what happens? It's getting bigger and bigger, and bigger. When the plane finally lands, then you see the tall building, and you did not know how tall it was when you were in the air. Why? Because you were far away from the object. In the same way, that is how many of us have put God. We are so far from God that we see God to be so little that he cannot take care of our numerous needs and therefore we are hustling we are hustling we are running up and down but when we get closer to god we will see how big god is and how minute your problem is i'm here to encourage somebody your god is bigger than your problems god is able to meet all your need during the ministration this morning we were made to confess i believe jesus I believe it with all my heart. Whatever you are going through, God is bigger than that. God is deeper than the deepest hole that you think you are, on, you are in now. There is no mountain too tall that cannot be leveled where God is concerned, concerning his own children. Brethren, I want you to understand that God is nearer to you than you think. So if you seek him, You get closer to him, you will just be basking in his presence. And then you will just be enjoying the beauty of the Lord. So, the first way to seek the Lord is to draw closer to him. Praise God. Number two, how else can we seek the Lord? You seek the Lord with all your might. With all your might. You seek the Lord with all your might. There is a story in the book of Genesis chapter 32 and verse 26. Genesis 32 verse 26. There was this man. Jacob was being hunted by his brother, Esau. Because of what he did against him. He stole his birthright. He stole the blessing. And Esau was mad. Esau was looking for Jacob to kill him. But one night before his execution, a day prior to the time that he would meet Esau, Jacob decided to seek the face of the Lord. He sent everybody away. And he wrestled with God as if. The life of Jacob depended on that one night prayer. And he did. He prayed that night and wrestled with God. The Bible says he wrestled with God and he prevailed. His name was changed from Jacob to Israel. And guess what? The following day, Esau could not find Jacob to kill. When Esau met this same man, he met Israel and could not kill Jacob. He could not kill Israel because Jacob is dead. When we seek God with all our might, I see if our life depends on seeking God today. Things that otherwise could have been catastrophic, God will take care of them. The man of God, the angels of God, the voice of God, you have fought with God. And you prevailed. I see the people will prevail. As you seek the Lord in the name of Jesus. When you seek him. With all your might, You will prevail in the place of prayer. in the name of Jesus. Your testimony is next. I say your testimony is next. I say your testimony is next. In the name of Jesus. How do we seek the Lord? Number three. We seek the Lord. All the way. All the way. A story in the book of Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 7. Luke 18, 1 to 7. There was this woman who needed justice desperately. She's been wronged according to law. But the law was being twisted. How many of you know that it's not all the time the judge's verdict is the right one? A child knows that somebody carries a gun and shoots somebody, did the wrong. But if you have a good lawyer, he can say that that is not true. A child will say, but this one just killed, he's a killer. And the lawyer can say, no, that's not true. And they can say, yes, it's free. But guess what? This woman needed justice desperately. And she sought the judge. George! Avenge me of my enemy! I need justice in this case. Guess what I was seeking the judge? When the judge woke up in the morning, in his driveway to drive out, the woman was there sitting. George, will you please help me? Say, OMG. She's going to scream, drive away. Get to the office! By the time He opened the door of the office. Guess who is there? The woman was sitting. Judge, will you please help me? She sought justice from the judge. Until the judge said, I don't fear God. In this case, I don't care what anybody says, But I will do what this woman wants for her. How? Could you imagine if she had stopped halfway? The justice she wanted, she would not have gotten it. But she insisted. You see God persistently. It was importunity. He, she said, until I get justice, I am not going to go away. Another example that can fit into that is the story of Syrophoenician woman. If you read the scriptures, you will see the story of Syrophoenician woman in the book of Mark chapter 7. Mark 7, 25 to 30. Mark seven twenty-five to 30. This woman came to Jesus was seeking Jesus. She was seeking miracle for her daughter and knew where to get the answer. And when she got to Jesus, Jesus threw two tests to her. Two tests. Number one, the test of ignoring Jesus. not even listen to her. If it were to be some of us you came to pastor and pastor and you'd be seeking, you see your turn and pastor just kept talking something else. What would some of us say? Oh, I thought he's a man of God and da 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 da, so you walk away. But she wouldn't. Because she was seeking something from Jesus. And she passed that test. Then by the time Jesus finally decided, hey, woman, what do you want? She presented her case. And Jesus said, Guess what? The bread of the children, you don't give it to dog. Oh, Lord of mercy. Let's be real. Who will still come back to church next Sunday? <laughs> what I know my generation will do, maybe generation after me because I'm not that savvy with the internet. As he said it, somebody is going to put it in Instagram, on the Facebook, see what the pastor said. He calls me dog. And then there's going to be a spiral reaction all over the world that that pastor is calling a congregant in deep trouble. The news media, they'll begin to analyze it. They'll begin. That was trauma. It was traumatic. And they're going to begin to do all kinds of stuff. Praise God. But she passed the test. And guess what? Jesus said, I have never found such a faith. He said, even the dog eats the crumbs. Brethren, when you are seeking the kingdom, everything you think can, you cannot get, God himself, he will give it to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Seek the Lord all the way. This serial woman did. That woman sought the church, and there was a different story. Praise the Lord. How do we seek the Lord? We seek the Lord in fasting on the mountaintop. How do I seek the Lord? Jesus said, Seeking first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Moses had been praying to God. He asked God, please show yourself to me if you call me your friend. We sing the song, I am a friend of God. How many of you have seen your friend before, face to face? Moses said, he placed a demand on God. He said, if you are my friend, show me your face. God said, nobody has ever prayed that prayer before. Why? Because there's nobody who can see me and still live. You see me, you look at me, you are going to be blind. And so, he went to the presence of God. He sought the Lord. He prayed, he fasted. Forty days and forty nights. When he was descending from the mountain, excuse me, what did the Bible say? The Bible says his face was shining. God rubbed on him. He became like God. Ordinary people could not look at Moses anymore. Why? Because he sought the Lord in the place of prayer. He stayed in his presence until the presence of God wrapped around him. When he came to church, people couldn't look at the pastor anymore. He had to put veil. He had to cover his face. And that is how it is for Everybody. The Bible says they look unto him. They were not ashamed. Their faces were radiant. When we seek God, the glory of God is going to be upon you. It's going to be upon me. Everywhere we go, we carry the aura of God. Moses came down. He was a different person. The aura and the presence of God was upon him. The glory of God was upon him. He was radiating. Jesus sought God when he was here as a human being. He went to the mountaintop. And the mountain, the Bible says, was transfigured. When he was transfigured, they could not look at him because he was shining. I see the glory of God around you. I see the glory of God around you. Where before you have been rejected, people will prefer you. Why? Because the glory of God is going to envelop you. At some point, when Moses began to talk, they said, everything you say, we will do. Because they know he was talking as God would talk. Praise God. So we need to really seek God in the place of prayer and fasting. Praise the Lord. The glory of the Lord will transport you to a new level. In the name of Jesus. Uh, How do we seek the Lord? Number five. Psalm 27 and verse 4. There's this man in the scripture called David. He said, one thing, if I desire of the Lord, it is to do what? To dwell in his presence. One thing. I remember God allowed me to preach one time here on one thing. If you were to be asked one thing from the Lord, what would that thing be? For some people it may be Lamborghini, But if you are old and you are asking for it, be careful. Because it's so low, I watched a a, a viral video one time. This individual was old retirement car, bought one of those sports cars. And then by the time he drove to wherever he was going to show off, to come out, the back would not let him. He had to crawl out. (laughs) So be careful what you are asking for, praise God. So this man said, one thing I have desired of the Lord, and I will seek after To dwell in his presence. Why would dwelling in the presence of God be so important for you as an individual? Today, you may be seeking God. And you say, Lord, I am not going. Until you provide for this need of mine. Like that woman. And that day, God may reveal himself to you as Jehovah Jireh your provider, and you will go away from his presence, and you will declare the testimony, God is Jehovah Jireh. Why? Because you have personal first-hand experience. Another time you seek the Lord, God may show up for you as Jehovah Rapha. Maybe there's something in your body that has been bothering you, but said person, three times, I saw the Lord to remove this stone from my flesh. Maybe the fourth time, God showed up, and that sickness disappeared. Then you went back to the doctor, they checked you up, and there is nothing there. Then you come back to testify. My God is not only Jehovah Jireh, my God is Jehovah Rapha. And nobody can take that testimony from you. Why? Because it's your own personal, first-hand experience. Another time, maybe you are here, and you really need direction from God. And you are in between choosing, whom am I going to marry? What job am I going to pray, uh, take? Where am I going to relocate? And there are so many options appealing. Remember, not all things that glitter is gold. Sodom may be appealing, but that's not the promised land. Praise God. So you need God. And when you seek God, he will show for you as Rohi, as my shepherd. I am your shepherd. Follow me. Come after me. Come follow me. And then you will see God taking you to the right direction. Where ordinarily that look desert, God will begin to make wells. He "I will even make way in the desert. I will make way where there seems to be no way. And things will begin to blossom for you we need to seek God this man said one thing I have desired brethren I recommend to you Jesus said seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you and I remember God gave me that revelation when we are praying in the festival of life these things for Nanila is different from these things for me maybe for him is a job promotion. My own may be healing. Yours may be a new relationship, and so on and so forth. But when you seek God first, these things, these things, these things, God is going to add them to you. He's going to add them to you. He's going to add them to you. Is somebody excited? Shout hallelujah. God is willing. When we seek Him. And that is why the Word of God says emphatically, Jeremiah 29:13. And ye shall seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, when you seek God, you will find him. Pastor said, God is not lost. Do you know God is not lost? He's not lost. But when you look for him and you are persistent, you will find what God wants you to have in the name of Jesus. Let somebody shout hallelujah. He said, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. I like the word early. There are some times it might be too late. The time to seek the Lord is not tomorrow. The time to seek the Lord is now. Jesus said, I love them that love me. If you seek me early, you will find me. I pray it will not be too late for somebody. Before we close today, we are not there yet. There's going to be an open invitation. Maybe you have not sought the Lord with your heart before, but today is the day to seek the Lord. Tomorrow is not guaranteed anybody. Today we prayed for the family that were grieving. Guess what? Some of them, they've had vacation trip plan, but it never materialized. I read a book that touched my heart. How old are you. In that book, one of the chapters said, There's going to come a time for everyone. I don't care who you are, how old you are, how young you are. When that phone will ring, and you will not be able to pick it up. He said a time is going to come when the scholarship you are seeking after will come. The letter comes in the mail, but you are not available to read it. He said that a time is coming when you will set up the alarm at 5.30 to join prayer meeting, but you are in the presence of God. So the point he's making is this: the time to do anything for God is now. The time to seek the Lord is when. Now. The time to work for God is when. Now. He said, "Work for the Lord while it is day." That is why you must not miss the conversion. I got. I caught the revelation of that also sometimes, because I soon understood that while it is day, it's different for everybody. For example, in my job, I do daytime most of the time. If I go to work by 7, I close at 7. Somebody picks up at 7. For me, my nighttime starts at 7, according to job. For the one who took after me, his day has just started at 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And so I realize what is money to me? may be evening to somebody. Anybody, what is night to me may be dead to somebody. A night comes where no man can walk. It's coming. I, 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 the demand that the wise man said, when you have everything in place, before those days come and you begin to look for something to, to walk, or you look for people to carry you. He said, The time to remember the Lord your God is when. Wow. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Seek the Lord. If you look for me, you will find me. Let's move on to our next one. How do I seek the Lord? We will take a couple of, of how to seek the Lord more. John 5.39. John 5.39. He says, search the scriptures. He says, seek first the kingdom of God. Jesus was talking about his kingdom. He was not talking about the United Kingdom. Mummy and I, another day, we were talking about United Kingdom yesterday. United Kingdom is limited in space and time. It's limited in authority. The authority of the United Kingdom does not reach the United States of America. And Jesus is talking about his own kingdom. He says he first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And Jesus now gave the tips. He said, when you search the scriptures in them... You think you have eternal life. When you search the scriptures, that is where you are going to find everything that is testified by the king in that kingdom and about Jesus Christ. Say, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. What God wants from us is to be able to study the word of God. When you study the word of God, you're going to find the truth about the kingdom. You're going to find the truth about the kingdom. And that one leads me to the next point that I want to talk about the kingdom. It says seeking first the kingdom. And that is going to be seeking God. Seeking God. Resolutely. Resolutely. And that story is in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews 11, 13 to 35. Talking about people who are seeking the kingdom of God. Talking about the people, the heroes of faith. When you start reading the account, many of us will repent today. And as I said, I'm going to give us time to really talk to God today. Because these heroes of faith, they went before us. They gave us example of how we must seek the kingdom. The Bible says many of them, they came to all the festival of life with their prayer points. But none of it was answered. Excuse me. Every prayer festival of life, they came to seek the Lord. Their prayer points were not answered. But then they said, you know what, devil? You ain't going to get me. I have a kingdom I'm pursuing. I am going to the kingdom of heaven. Excuse me. Please let me say something here. As at that time, there was no book of Revelation. There was no glimpse of what heaven will look like. They did not read the account of the street of gold. They did not read about mansion that is waiting for them. But the Bible says they were persuaded that they are going to a country. That they know the maker of that country is God. They know that kingdom is better than this kingdom. If we study the kingdom of God we begin to see the glimpse of heaven. When God shows you the mansion you are going to be, I tell you the truth, many of us will want to just stay in his presence. After we close the service, say, you know what? I'm not going. I'm staying in this kingdom. I'm going to continue to worship God. If he's going to take me quickly to my mansion, I want to be there. The Bible says they were seeking God resolutely. So, the Bible makes us to understand here that they had reasons to go back, but they never went back. And the Bible says that they that look back, they are not fit for the kingdom. He said, there's no one who put his hand upon the plow and look back that is fit for the kingdom of God. If anybody wants to follow me, he said, do what? Carry your cross and follow me. Seek me resolutely. Nothing to look back to. There is nothing in this world that should hold anybody down. The Bible says, What well, does a prophet magnifies the whole world? Excuse me, all the billionaires that died, how many billions did they take to heaven? Can I tell you something? They don't spend dollars in heaven, <laughs> they don't spend pants uh, uh, sterling. No, they don't. You came to acquire the dollar in the United States. You are going to leave it here. Praise God. The Bible says they sought a country. And they know the maker of that place is God. They are looking for a kingdom. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom. Brother, when we seek the kingdom of God, we will get everything we need here. And we will get everything in eternity. Peter said, We have left everything and we are following you. What is our gain? What does it profit us? Jesus said, There is no one who seeks me, who follows me, that will not have everything in this in this world. And will have everything in heaven. I told my wife and the children, I said, by the grace of God, until I die, I don't, there's nothing anybody wants in life that God has not done for me. There's nothing. God has built me a house, God gave me a wife, God me children, I have food to eat, I have clothes to wear, everything anybody wants in life, God has given it to me. So Jesus said, if you seek me in this world, everything you need, you have it. But you also still have eternity to gain, praise God. So we need to focus our attention on God. How do we seek God? Quickly, we will take two more points and then we'll pray. We seek God with our substance to worship him. How do we see God? We see God with our substance to do what? To worship him. In the book of Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6, Malachi 1 it. God posed a question to the church. Maybe to Salvation Center this morning. Maybe it's personal to you. Maybe somebody was watching online. I don't know who that may be, but this question was not posed to an unbeliever. God asked a question. If I be your father, where is my honor? If I am truly your father in this kingdom, where is my honor? The Bible talks of these wise men, magi, they call them. Jesus was born in this part of the world, east to that part where Jesus was born. Very far away, they saw the star. And they carry their substance. They are seeking Jesus. They are seeking the king that will take over the kingdom to come. The Bible said they didn't go empty handed they carried substances. When they found Jesus, remember Jesus is not lost. They gave their gift. The Bible said they worshipped him. God is asking somebody this question. In your tights, if I am your father, who gives you the job? Where is my honor? God is asking somebody today in your offering. If I am the one who empower you to make words, you wake up in your right mind to go to work. Where is my honor? Where is my offering? That was the question God was asking the people of God. When we seek God like those wise men. I believe that I wise people in the house today. I say I believe that I wise believers in the house today. I say, I believe there are wise brethren in the house today. We will worship him with our substance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Finally, we're going to ask God, how do we seek the Lord? We seek God by what these wonderful people do. Psalm 100 and verse 4. Psalm 100 and verse 4. When you are seeking God, you come to his gates with thanksgiving. And into his presence with what? With praise. I don't know how many of you are worshippers. Sometimes for me, when I'm beginning to sing song, I want to lead praise, I want to lead prayer. When I begin to sing pun, it takes me into a realm that I'm able to begin to recall the word of God that I've been stored in my heart and I'm able to pray longer than when I don't worship. When I just start praying. And I just start saying things. Very soon, everything dries out. But when I since singing the song, you get to His presence, you get to His gate. and then you begin to flow in the realm of the Word of God, which is the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord! We're going to stand up to pray. There is no one who has listened to this exhortation today who can be confused as to how to seek the Lord. They are very clean. They are very plain. I'm going to ask us to stand on our feet because our time is winding down. As we stand on our feet, I'm going to tell you the story. And the story I want to tell you is the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. This was a short man who was desperately seeking Jesus. He knew Jesus would be going by. He did everything within his capacity. The Bible said, being a short man, he was climbing a tree that he might see the Jesus he was seeking for. I have good news for us today. You don't need to climb any tree. He said, the word is nigh your mouth. The word is just right there in your mouth. He said, there's no need to say he's going to go to heaven to bring Jesus. or who's going to go to the house to resurrect him. The word is in your mouth. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.